This is Sports Best, coming at you like a glass rolling off the counter when your hands are full. He is Larry, don't cry over spilled milk, Olson. I'm Andrew Superglue <laughs> Keller. We're about to take out all of the sports worst and only bring you the sports best. How are you doing, Larry? I am definitely like spilled milk. Was I the spilled milk guy? You're the don't cry over spilled milk. That's who you are. Okay, good, because I, mean, I often cry. Yeah, that's what it says on your bowling jersey when we play on Tuesdays. So I don't know how you can't remember. Maybe because it's on your back, you don't see it. My kids spill so much crap. I've been conditioned to literally not care or cry when someone spills things anymore. Oh, spilling is the worst. Andrew, we have breaking news on the sports best. Hit the breaking news sounder. (laughs) (laughs) We have... A man rub bet completed, Andrew Keller. It is in the KBO playoffs. We'll begin next week on November 9th. Hence the standings currently for the regular season of the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization, are official. And we made this bet once again where there was no sports going on whatsoever, only Korean baseball. Andrew One-Eyed Keller chose the Milwaukee Brewers of the KBO, (laughs) the LG Twins, I took the Kia Tigers, the New York Yankees. We said, whoever finishes better will get a man rub from the other person. Mm-hmm. As it stands right now, the LG Twins have a winning record of percentage of 564. Yeah. That's the Milwaukee Brewers, the KBO. The Kia Tigers, the New York Yankees have a winning percentage of 507. So the man rub goes to Andrew Kelly. Oh, one-eyed Willie. That was the guy in Goonies, right? Oh, yeah, one-eyed Willie. Yeah, so we have a Twitch account, and I think we're going to live stream this uh, man rub. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of lunges, so my my uh, quads could use some deep pressure. Do I got to use a lube, or I'm just going over the shirt, or how are we doing this? Uh, I have some coconut oil, because I want the, the nice aroma to add to the ambiance of your garage. O-T-M... RB OT over their shirt man rub. Is that what it'll be? Exactly right. (laughs) Okay. Um, As you know, Andrew, we are in the midst of an election and we talked about earlier this week that you could bet on who would win uh, president Trump or Joe Biden. You would think that the betting would come to a close, but the election is not coming to a close and you can still make bets on who will win the presidential election. Now the odds have swinged into Joe Biden's favor where it was almost 50, 50, uh, the start of the week now joe biden the heavy favorite so you can i i and i and i feel like kanye is thrown in the towel so i can't make my five dollar <laughs> he is definitely thrown in the towel he got sixty thousand votes i don't know if you know that what he got over sixty thousand votes he he live tweeted everything he was doing and i love this he tweeted uh, a picture of him in the ballot box or whatever that thing is called the voting booth he says god is so good Today, I'm voting for the first time in my life for the president of the United States, and it's for someone I truly trust, me. <laughs> so Kanye is doing it. I, I liked watching the, the, the betting odds. It's like a sinusoidal wave because it was landslide Biden, and then at one point, Biden was at 30%, and now he's the odds-on favorite again. So I don't know. We'll, we'll throw in some of that stuff. <laughs> I didn't put any money. You didn't once put any money? Oh. Well, once again, you have to have one of these offshore accounts or you got to be in Europe. You can't, you couldn't have done it in any American sports book. So I, I, once again, too close. The odds are too even. You know, I like the long shots. Maybe I should have put it on Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
staying with the election, I don't know if you saw this, but in Utah, they passed Amendment E, which establishes, quote, a constitutional right to hunt and fish in Utah. So these guys voted to say that uh, hunting and fishing should be a right to... Uh, so is that like uh, one of those things where it's just like a uh, pomp and circumstance? It doesn't really mean anything? I'm not sure what it means, but uh, they pass it. It means that they care about hunting and fishing. The first thing that I thought of when I saw this was the most dangerous game. Do you know that? Which one's the most dangerous game? It's hunting humans. Okay. <laughs> is <laughs> that the book. short story? There's a, there's a, yeah. And uh, Quibi actually came out with a, a show in March with Christoph Waltz and one of the Liam Hemsworth or some one of those guys. And it's basically 24 hours of if he can survive. But I was thinking, I have a bachelor party coming up. Maybe we go to Utah and we hunt each other. <laughs> is this is this the short story where he's like on a boat and he falls off and ends up on the island? Is that is that the one? I think so. Yeah. God, that's a great book. I remember that child. The most dangerous kept... game. I don't know. Do you? I think people have gonna... a constitutional right to hunt and fish. I don't know if it needs to be written. <laughs> um, I'm going back to your bachelor party. Are you going to come at me with a crossbow or like, why are we doing this? Uh, no, an old-fashioned bow and arrow. <laughs> I think they have a, a range in Golden Gate Park that you can go to to practice on. There's an archery field out there. It's kind of you close know, to the windmill. You know what? You know what's right next to the archery field? It's where they play medieval times. Like the people dress up in armor oh, yeah. and like have full-on, you know, medieval battles. Yeah. So you got you got a little bit of time to prep, but uh, I don't know. I don't know who the odds-on favorite for for that is. But uh, we're gonna be hunting each other. So I can't wait for that. I seriously, this is going to be great. So much to tell intern Kirk. Nope. Um, sticking with the election theme, Tommy Tuberville is now the great senator from the state of Alabama. Yeah. To Tommy Tuberville's credit, he was a one-time coach at Alabama who kind of did okay. Auburn. Auburn, excuse me. In Alabama at Auburn, correct. He did okay. He mostly built people out of a lot of money. That's what he's mainly known for the great state of Alabama. Somehow they elected him. It was because there was a Democrat. Democrats don't get elected in Alabama. So my question to you is, Tommy Tuberville, former college coach, can become a senator. Who else, what college football coach would become and make a good good senator? I know that for sure, but I want to back up a little bit. That is Jeff Sessions' old seat who gave it up. And the reason a Democrat came in is because he had to go to be attorney general, I think, or whatever Sessions took over and then he tried to get a seat back, and Trump strongly endorsed Tuberville, which helped. Anyway, not a college coach, but the first person I would want to be an elected official is this guy. You know, it's been amazing. Ever since 2006, I've gotten asked hundreds of times about leadership and team building. That's right. The 2007 Super Bowl winning coach, Tony Dungy, he's one of the most composed even keeled guys, and I would be proud to have him be my elected official. Who do you think? Well, well you're going serious on this. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> well okay. Well, you're going to do that. I was going to say, like, what Who do you think? Gonna... I was going to say, like, how do you think Nick Saban would be as a senator? Or John Madden? <laughs> no, uh, I was like, Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh. Jimmy Johnson. What about Ed Orgeron? You're a Louisiana guy. Do you think Ed Orgeron would make a good senator? I think he would make a great senator. No one would know what he was saying. He could just get stuff passed. <laughs> I want to see Ed Orgeron filibuster. How you tell you will we we get to oh he's he's basically reading gumbo recipes instead of a dictionary. 
Ed Orgeron filibuster is something I changed my I revoked Tony Dungy Ed Orgeron filibuster is what I want to see. Hey, can can we get Ed Orgeron filibuster um, bumper <laughs> stickers in the swag store? Can we put that in our swag store? Because I, I love that idea. I think we should. Do you follow NASCAR? Um, well, I know the big finale's coming up. The big finale, yeah, it's coming up. They have a final four. I did a good amount of research. I, I, I can read how the format is set up, but it's still very confusing to me. I think the one word that can describe the playoffs or NASCAR is chaos. And I think NASCAR's leaned in. Chaos! Chaos. So Kevin Harvick is um, the most winning driver this season, and he did not qualify for the final four so it's been a crazy mix-up denny hamlin is his big rival and he's basically he said you can't just ignore the first seven innings of the game so it's like you have to make it it would have been everyone wanted him to make it i don't know it's crazy so like there's 30 races let's let's say there's like 30 nascar races throughout the Mm -hmm. season and then and then towards the end they start eliminating drivers and a certain number qualify each week for the NASCAR playoffs. Now, NASCAR is trying to freshen things up after all these years of didn't really matter. So they're doing this playoff thing, right? Like towards the end of anything, people kind of tend to tune out. So I like the idea that they're trying to shake things up. Now, Kevin Harvick, hey, listen, big cat, get into the playoffs. Don't choke. Now, he had one of these races where like his um, combustor, is that what they call him? Like his sure. smoke intake valve. Here's what it was. It was the flex capacitor. It broke during one of these races towards mm-hmm. the end, and he didn't make the playoffs. Whose fault's that? That's definitely his fault. I mean, it's kind of like take care of business. Uh, no more so than this is true than the NCAA tournament. If uh, number one Duke can lose to number 16, like if you, you just have to win, like it's not nothing's guaranteed. And the flex capacitor is the same as uh, breaking your ankle. Like your <laughs> Zion Williamson could break a knee. And uh, you don't go all the way. So, I mean, that's the beauty of sports, and I think that's why we love it. Is our favorite driver in the, the playoffs? Brennan, I don't know if Brennan made it to the playoffs. I don't think he is. It's Denny Hamlin, Brad Kalowski, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano. I'm, jo- I'm voting for Joey L. I'm voting You're for Joey vote L. For, I'm going for Denny Hamlin because he's talking lots of trash on oh. Kevin Harvick not making it. He's like, hey, man, be better. That's, I think that's something I would say. Be better i hope i don't have kids i'm gonna ruin them uh i feel like you've said that to me a couple times be better larry be better it'd be it's, better it's just don't fun. just don't spill anything and i'll be better um so also going on this weekend we got the nascar playoffs we have arguably the fourth most famous horse race the breeders cups going on depending on when you listen to this friday and saturday there's like 20 gazillion horse races over um over those two days i'd like to really kind of focus on one my favorite horse race at the breeders cup first of all though if um betting purposes if you win the superfecta in the juvenile <laughs> turf sprint on friday superfecta by the way the first four horses uh-huh if you win the superfecta for the philly and mare sprint you're going to win forty thousand dollars on saturday on how much of a bet a dollar uh, I think it's two dollars. Two dollars? Wow! But you got to bet two dollars on like you have to pick the first four. So sometimes people will box that. Yeah. So two dollars times four different horses. That's a that's a, that I don't know. It's like a hundred dollar bet. I don't know. Anyways, well, you can I remember when, the, when I was really young. I was like probably around ten. My grandfather took me to the horse track in Louisiana, and I 
had him bet $2 for me for a trifecta and it hit. And I won like 90 something dollars. And we're driving home and my mind was being like, what if I bet $5? So that, I think that's a dangerous uh, road to go down. But I was looking at it. They have, like you said, so many different races. But the main one with the $6 million purse, the uh, favorite, the betting favorite is a horse that I think you could relate to. It's called Improbable. Hmm. I feel like you're well, improbable. So it has a earnings this year of about $800,000 and it has a 75% win percentage. And a different horse that I think I relate to, complexity, is in the shorter, shorter race. I love horse names. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to focus on my favorite race of the whole year. It's Saturday. It's race six. It's the Big Ass Fans Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. That's Big the one complexity's fans. in. Oh, really? Yeah. It's well, just, just the name is fun. The Big Ass. Well, I feel like you're invalidating Jesus' team. Am I? Well, I mean, I'm just saying complexity is the odds on favorite right now. You're which I guess is the opposite of anything you would ever want to bet on. So that's maybe why you didn't look into it. I like shark samurai. Oh, and then how do you you (laughs) say shark samurai Jesus's team? How do you say pings lang ping 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 lang? I don't know. I uh, I don't I don't read well. Listen, in the next race on, on horse race seven, I love this name. I would totally be better. Cayenne pepper. I just think that sounds like a perfect name for a horse. Cayenne pepper is the main ingredient in Cajun seasoning Tony Satchery's. So see, I feel like you should pick cayenne pepper in the seventh uh, at the Keenley on Saturday. Oh, I'm looking at the notes right now. Ed Ogeron is a partial owner of cayenne pepper, so that everything <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Listen, that will be. It'll be our horse. Will be Ed Orgeron filibuster. That will be our horse when we buy a horse. That is a great name. That's an, that's an amazing name. So golf.com just released their top hundred courses in the United States, which I didn't realize was a thing that happens, but they did it. Um, number one is in New Jersey. It's Pine Valley, Cypress Point, Pebble Beach. The top few make sense. I was surprised that Augusta National is number six. Hmm. That's kind of crazy, right? Here's my question for you of this list, 100 top golf courses. How many do you think I've played? Seven. What? Who do you think I am, bro? Just a five ten white guy from Whittier, man. Have you played zero? I played four. Oh, I was looking at it in this. Uh, apparently, two guys have designed or the architect of twenty-two of the courses. So A. W. Ah. Tillinghast and Donald Ross have each designed eleven of the courses, and most of these were designed between nineteen hundred and nineteen thirty. So they're all really old, but they're beautiful. Uh, where you stayed last week in San Francisco, the owner of that fine establishment is members at two of the golf courses on that list. Oh, well, yeah. What a, what a fancy person. Um, (laughs) A.W. Tillinghast designed the San Francisco golf course, which is one of the top. Here's a move for all the listeners out there. When you're playing with someone, like if you play at a public course and people are, are asking, Oh, so what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I belong to uh, a, a club or whatever. And they ask, say the most exclusive club in your neighborhood, because they're not going to verify it. We were playing. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, where do you normally play? Oh, the San Francisco club. Just, just a humble brag. Hey, for the record, if I say that to anybody in my neighborhood, they're like, <laughs> nah, brah, nah, nah. No. You don't belong there. Yeah. 
uh, we came up with the the concept that if because uh, I tell people I'm an actor and everyone's like, oh, have you have you been anything? And we came up with this this thing. Have you seen the Avengers? Yeah. Um, have you seen Iron Man? Yeah. Have you seen Jurassic World? No, I'm in that. <laughs> Until someone says no, you just <laughs> I like that. That's good. I've never yeah, been there right? for that. I want to see that. We yeah. don't go to parties anymore. That's the whole thing with the pandemic. Right. So move over, Jesse the Body Ventura. Tito Ortiz is the newest elected official in Huntington Beach. Wait, listen, you really don't have time for this. We don't, I, we no don't have time. time. For Tito we don't have time. I, I have it on good authority that Tito might fight you if we don't cover this story. <laughs> Did you know that Jesse Ventura was on the ballot for president this year and got 1,524 votes nationally? Like someone wrote him in or he was on he was, the- He was on the Green Party. I, he, he wasn't on the California ballot. I don't remember seeing him. But uh, anyway, Tito Ortiz is from Huntington Beach and he ran for city council. There was 15 people running and three seats available and he won the most votes uh, as a republican so like those discussions i go i get uh are better behaved if tito has an opinion on which side he's on at the honey to beach yeah you might get a, a reverse Ass whooping. A reverse naked choke if uh if tito doesn't <laughs> like your that's a that's a that's a jujitsu move hey, man this is what i love that tito and you have in common that you both choke somebody out <laughs> I guess by the communicative property, I should run for elected official and I'm going to win. Yes, you should. I'm moving Orange County, baby. Uh, this has been Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Keller for Spilled Milk Larry saying thank you for stopping by.